Hi, I'm John. Hi, I'm Adriana. And this is Kanye Conversations. <laughs> Woo! So today, Adriana, we're going to be talking about something we have um, wanted to do for quite a while. I believe it was your brilliant idea you dropped in the uh, Google Drive, um, and that is Kanye. I was trying to think of how to say it, like Kanye songs as Enneagram types, or Enneagram types as Kanye songs, or however you want to phrase that. Yeah, I think both of those sound good, like Kanye songs as Enneagram types. What did I put? I put, I just put Kanye and the Enneagram, <laughs> but um, either one works. So yeah, it's very, very exciting. I think it's pretty cool for people who are interested in the Enneagram, and just to give some background on the Enneagram, Enneagram is, I think it's pretty old, right, Adriana? I heard it's like ancient, it's not like super, but it's becoming more and more popular right now, I think. Yeah, I think the first time I heard about it um, was like late 2018, but I know that it's been around since like the 40s, I think. So All quite right. a long time. <laughs> yeah, and so it's basically, it's almost like a personality test of, of archetypes, of different archetypes, and instead of just like a Myers-Briggs where it talks about um, what is it, introverted, extroverted, and maybe like um, personality traits that you would think. It's more about root fears and root desires. And so there's nine different archetypes on the Enneagram. And so, um, yeah, it's, it has kind of a sketchy name, Adrian. I was pretty scared about it the first time I heard about it. I was like, Enneagram? That sounds like Pentagram. It's like yeah. some cultish, like, I was not... I was skeptical of it at first. <laughs> yeah, it definitely does sound like pentagram. That's the first thing I heard of when I when I heard the word enneagram. And for a while, it was I felt like everywhere. <laughs> and so, mm -hmm. um, I think something that God has really like shown me is that people, and myself included, are so much more than like just their enneagram. Mm -hmm. I never want to like categorize a person like the same way that like a person who is into like astrology would categorize yeah then you know like people are surprising and there are different um different aspects i think we're all motivated by multiple things but i definitely do think that there is such merit in the enneagram because once you like determine like what your like number is you mentioned like everyone's kind of categorized by a number it's so interesting like because it is so rooted in like motivation and fear and more than just like the Myers-Briggs which you were mentioning mm, yeah yeah so yeah it is yeah I like that you compared it to astrology as like that's what I feel like the misconception is like when you initially look into it but like I don't think anyone I guess some people do actually like take astrology seriously I know some people like do but I think at root a lot of people like yeah I know it's, it's just fun to like look into mm -hmm. but I think the Enneagram has like a lot of validity in yeah. it I guess and it's rooted in like archetypes and psychology and I guess like I don't know if I would say social science or whatnot but yeah and so just to go over them like Adriana was saying everyone's characterized by a number and there are nine total and so we're gonna go through and kind of talk about Kanye songs that maybe remind us of these two nine different archetypes but they are one is the reformer is a rational idealistic type um, the helper is number two the caring interpersonal type Three is the achiever, the success-oriented pragmatic type. Four is the individualist, the sensitive withdrawn type. The investigator, number five, is the intense cerebral type. Six, the loyalist, is the committed security-oriented type. Seven is the enthusiast and is the busy, fun-loving type. 
two more. Eight, the challenger is the powerful dominating type. And finally, nine, the peacemaker is the easygoing self-effacing type. Just to kind of give an outline. Anything else maybe you want to say about the Enneagram or the songs in it, or the um, types in particular before we go into it, Adriana? Yeah, no, that's such a great rundown of, um, of like how to classify them. I guess like when we're talking about all the different songs, like we might refer to it as like type two, the helper, type three, the achiever, type four, the individualist, but people, even in those camps, like, I don't know, if anyone's listening to this, thinking like, oh, I'm stuck like this, you know, I don't think anyone's like stuck in their personality type, people can change, so, I like, yeah. like, like, uh, for example, like two, like, twos don't have like a thresh, or like a monopoly on love, reaching, encouraging, and stuff, so, it's mm. not all you are, that's like the big thing. Yeah. Threes aren't the only successful people, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Cool. Do you want to say, like, what you are, John? Sure. I am a three, so I'm the achiever. Um, and essentially, we'll talk more about what exactly that means. But, it, yeah, so the root fear, I guess, would be not, or I guess, like, not achieving. And so it's less of a personality thing but there's like a ton of different personalities, but the drive of this person and what this person is say oriented towards in their life, I think is at root like success or achieving. And a lot of these things will sound super superficial at first, but there's a lot of like complexity, I guess, in them. And I'm a wing four, which is the individualist. And so, yeah, the wing is like, whatever your number is, the one next to it is you lean one way more or the other. So I'm personally a wing or a three wing four. Hey. Um, yeah, I didn't know who you're oriented towards four. I always love hearing, like, my friends, like, what they are. I feel like it helps me understand my friends more, so that's awesome. Mm. What are you, Adriana? I'm a type two, and I, the category is, or the name of it is called The Helper, and it's always so fun to, like, look at the Enneagram and, and see, like, childhood stuff, too. Because I look back and I'm like, oh my gosh, I've been like this my whole life. <laughs> and so, kind of understanding, like the motivations. For example, you mentioned that, like the um, the goal of the of the achiever is to you know, be successful, and the goal of like the helper would be more so than just helping. Because I think, yeah, I do like love to help. Is just to be loved. And so, I feel like some of the like flaws or like the the deeper like part the deeper nature of the type two is that they are like they're kind of prideful it's not not very um i don't know i read the two's description and then like, that that sounds accurate that sounds really nice but there's such layers to it kind of like what you're mentioning about complexity so um yeah the helper love to help people love to encourage people and i put appreciative of life and so I feel like during this time, like, I can't wait to like this tape. And I've always kind of appreciated life, but even more so now. So that's kind of where, what my big motivation in life is just to be loved and to be helpful. Helpful that I'm not, like, I don't know, doing my job. And yeah. so, yeah. I know that, like, career types for tears are typically, like, teacher or, like, nurse yeah. and stuff. Yeah. That's exactly where I'm heading towards teaching. So um, kind of fun. But, yeah, my wing is uh, wing three. So. Yeah, I'm glad you clarified that because I think uh, my orientation is success and then yours is like, I like helping people. <laughs> it's like there are like good things and bad things to every type. And the more you read your own type, there's a lot of things that are like, yeah, like that's awesome. I'm really glad 
that I kind of do this or like, this is good. But then there's also some that's like, Oh, like really, that is that's like too true of me. I don't like that a lot. So yeah, yeah there's definitely like good and bad things about every type. It's not like one is better than the other. Exactly. Yeah. And I always love those memes on Instagram and stuff where they'll put stuff and I just feel so exposed. Yeah. <laughs> like type two vibes and I'm just, oh, no, delete it. I don't want people to know that about me. It's too real. Yeah, it's too real. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Awesome. Well, uh, yeah, I guess without further ado, Adrian, I'd love to hear your, your choice for one, the reformer. Cool. Okay. So for type one, uh, it's just once again, a type one is uh, known to be full of ideals, very convicted and sure of their morality. Um, and I think I asked my dad, because my dad's a type one, I asked him, like, is morality black and white? And he said, absolutely. <laughs> and so there's not, it's very, like, to the point in terms of, like, morals and convictions. And so for one, I thought the song Gorgeous was, uh, yeah, really, really, like, a classic type one song. Because some of these I feel stronger than the others. Mm -hmm. uh, I definitely think, like, the song Gorgeous. Um, is a strong choice for type one just because the whole song really calls for change and there's a lot of conviction in Kanye's voice and I was reading that Gorgeous was a last minute addition to um, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy and so my thinking is Kanye must have been really like assured of this song like really convicted of its um I'll just what it's trying to say, enough to include it as a last minute to the album. So I'm not sure. should have fact-checked it, but I'm pretty sure that that's accurate. But I think the lyric, um, like towards the end of the first verse, is, uh, where Kanye calls for job opportunities, is like something that I thought was really type one. Like a type one would call for like job opportunities and like showing the different problems in society and highlighting like solutions for it. So I think of that time. One of my favorite lines, need some job, more job opportunities, that's lucrative. I love the lucrative. Yeah. I think, yeah, Gorgeous is actually one of my, that was like one of the honorable mentions that I had. That was like, because I was trying to think, but I think for super different reasons, honestly. Like, I was not even, like, the message of the song wasn't even really part of, like, how I went about, like, choosing Gorgeous at, like, backup for the number one. But, yeah, now that you say it, I think that, because that one has the whole, like, Black Beatles, Cockroach. Yeah. Did Jerome get more time than Brandon? Yeah. Take all through my bags and tell me that it's random. Yeah. Yeah. That is actually, I like that choice, Adrian. That's a good choice. Were there any um, other ones that were, like, close in your mind, you think? Or that, like, came to mind, even? Um, for type one. Yeah. No, I think Gorgeous was my, my only one for type one. But I was very convicted about <laughs> it. <laughs> for number for the one, the reformer, I saw it less in terms of um, let me pull it up. I saw it less in terms of morally, even though that is like the one of the central things about the reformer is they're principled, purposeful, self-controlled, and perfectionistic. And I think they're perfectionistic in morals, but I think also in a lot of things that they do. And yeah, I think uh, my gorgeous was one of my backups because I thought of like what's like almost like a perfect Kanye song like mm. what is a song that almost has no flaws in it at all and I think like almost the whole my beautiful dark twisted fantasy could have been chosen for that but I think gorgeous in particular just had, is so 
there's so many bars in it. Like it's so long, but like every single one of them is sharp and meaningful and it's done really well. But that's my backup song. My number one song was um, actually Stronger for number one, even though it's not not much of a social uh, commentary. He's not really calling for any reform on this one, but yeah, I had heard it. And so I actually looked it up and according to, I guess Wikipedia as my source, um, yeah, it even says West's perfectionistic approach. Yeah, so Kanye made over 75 mixes of Stronger. And then even the music video had, um, it took 10 weeks of editing to like put the music video together. And so, yeah, I think just the idea that he sat down with Stronger, which we know and love, and I'm sure like to the to a layman, like myself is not, like I know like a little bit about music production and stuff, but not like that much, you know, like I'm, I'm not super in tune with music in that way, but I'm sure that of those 75 things, 75 mixes, like probably 50 of them sounded the same to like the average person, but just kind of like staying in the studio, like week after week, like getting, I heard he got like specific 808s from like Timbaland or something and like made 75 mixes of that song, I think just like speaks to his perfectionism and like that side of the, the one personality type. Wow. I had no idea that Stronger was so um, well thought of. <laughs> That's so incredible. Yeah. Oh, that is such an important part of like being a type one is having like, the perfectionist tendencies and even in the creation of the song. Mm. That's awesome. I I love the song Stronger. I, I know it's like his one, I probably his most popular one. Yeah. Takes me back to being like an eighth grader. Like, <laughs> yep. Eighth grader, just like the middle school cafeteria. <laughs> just, one of the, it's a sweet song, uh, the whole record actually, but that was like the popular one. Mm. I write that down. I didn't know that. That's so cool. And yeah, it'd be cool to do more research into it. I would want to hear all the different mixes. Like I said, like I'm sure that a lot of them would not sound that different to me, but. <laughs> cool. Nice. Um, yeah. Do you want to talk about type two? Um, sure. Number two. So you talked about it a little because that is what you are the helper. You're definitely a helper. You have. Um, I actually just found the um, birthday card you made for me last year that had the the Kanye face on it. I think it's like uh, Kanye, happy birthday. And then you made me the nice like bookmark that I still use of our oh, first podcast. Oh, uh -huh. that's very sweet. I still use that. Cool. Um, yeah, anyways, <laughs> the helper is caring, interpersonal type, demonstrative, generous, people pleasing, yeah. and possessive. And so for this one, I ended up choosing Again, I don't think it embodied. This was one of the harder ones, I think, that was hard for me to, like, find a song that embodies it. And maybe you were, like, more in tune with it being it to yourself. But I chose, I was thinking through Kanye's, like, some of his best features. And so I was either going to go with Monster as, like, he helps Nicki Minaj. But Nicki Minaj obviously, like, helps him a lot. Um, but I think I chose Run This Town just because, and, like, Jay-Z didn't need a ton of help on that song. Jay-Z killed it, and so does Rihanna. But, like, I love Kanye's verse on, um on Run This Town and I think he like helps it out so much. And so this was one of the ones that I felt like I struggled with a little bit and it's not as true to what the Enneagram and like the depth and complexities of the two is, I guess, and the motivations. But I think I just saw like helper. Where does Kanye help? Kanye helps like Jay-Z and Rihanna make an insane track. Um, and I was also gonna maybe talk about like all the different production he did for like all these years, making people successful and like being the person to like support them and yeah, I don't know. And so, yeah, I ended up choosing Run This Town as my helper song. What about you? What did you choose? That's great. I Yeah, I like that you approached it in that way, like where his Kanye helped and definitely helped in Run This Town. And 
Um, so uh, I definitely approached it in a similar way that I approached on Gorgeous in the sense that I went more towards like the lyrical, um, mm-hmm. the lyrical um, aspects of the song. And so um, I was between two of them, but the one that I decided on was Hey Mama. Mm. Um, I think that this is Kanye at his most loving and most selfless. Um, and I also picked the picture of Donda that Kanye paints is very like type two. I'd be curious to know what Donda West um, Enneagram was. I think it might have been. I read her book a while ago, and I yeah, yeah definitely saw a lot of type two. She very much lived for other people and like really poured herself into her relationship with her son and her student. And it was just very, very cool. So um, I think um, uh, Hey Mama. I think the whole song is really um, just like from the the framework of it too. Like this is how like the uh, the music, if I was like a songwriter, and I've written like a few, like it's very, um, even just like the, the tone that he takes is just very, mm-hmm. um, very sweet, very, um, very encouraging, and the line, as we knelt on the kitchen floor, I said, Mommy, I'm going to love you till you don't hurt no more. Um, I think that's like the two's desire. Like if you put like somebody who's like hurting in front of me or somebody of my same Enneagram, I would help everyone, <laughs> but it's just like, I love, I love the feeling of helping other people, and if somebody's hurting, like, I would, that's definitely, like, the cry of my heart, like, I'm gonna love you until you don't hurt anymore, mm. so, um, that's the way that I saw it, and then this, the follow-up song, I thought Ultra Light Beam was mm. really, really, um, like, a type two song, specifically, um, the prayer that the pastor says, um, Kirk Franklin, I believe, or no, yeah, yeah, cool, I wanted to make sure it was name, when he says, like, this is for everyone who thinks that they're too far, there's no, uh, it's like, the exact lyrics are escaping my head, but this is for everyone who thinks that they're not good enough, there's no, there's no place far that you can't, I'm butchering this, John, <laughs> you know it, do you know the part where he says it? Uh, I love Kirk Franklin's voice sound, do you listen to any of his music? I've, I've put it on YouTube, I couldn't He's distinguish any songs. Um, there's for everyone who thinks they've gone too far, that they can't come back, or something. Yeah, you were getting yeah. the gist of it. Thanks. <laughs> um, yeah, there's no place you can't go that's, like, too far that you can't come back into God's arms. And so I think that is a really the most helpful thing you could ever say to a person. And so I thought that was very, very too, he was chewing it up on that song, I thought. Um, so, yeah. Hey Mama and Ultra Light. Very good. Very, um, yeah, I'm glad that you were the two because I feel like my two was one of my weaker ones on here. <laughs> but, yeah, what did you put for the, uh, yeah, and you probably can access a good amount of the three as a wing three, but what did you put for a three? Cool. Um, I felt really strongly about my choice for type three. Um, a type three, of course, is the achiever, somebody who is competent, motivated, successful, and um, I think this is the most succinct one. Like, I, uh, it, it's like Connie literally writing his motivation. <laughs> he writes, I did it for the glory. Uh, the glory is the song that I chose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he literally writes, like, I did it for the glory. <laughs> and so, um, 
Uh, I remember working at Annual Fund, the question, like, what would you want to write on your tombstone? Mm -hmm. I always thought it would be funny to write, like, I did it for the glory <laughs> on, like, my tombstone. I'm not actually going to do it, but, um, like, for God's glory or, like, whatever mm -hmm. glory you're seeking after. But um, the whole song is just opulent and beautiful. And opulent. Adriana, thank you for saying that. Wow, that painted <laughs> a beautiful picture in my mind. Thank you. Good. Sorry, continue. <laughs> yeah, just, like... You know, like at the Grammys, I went ultra to Volta. Like that's so, like glamorous and like, like glorious and and opulent. I love that word too. Um, I love using that word. And so, yeah, I did it for the glory. That was like the motivation behind it. I think Kanye proves ultra confident on, competent and confident. And yeah, I definitely I was in tune with this song too because like every time I hear that song, I'm like, yeah, I did it for the glory too. <laughs> Some, but not always. But <laughs> what about you, John? I'd love to hear your thoughts. Or yeah, for my my number one choice, I think first song that came to mind for the achiever was the glory too. I think I've caught myself singing that song a lot of times, and just yeah, I think it's a super opulent song, like you're saying. Just even some of the, just the his like inclusion of excessive inclusion of luxury brands, um, <laughs> yeah. of yeah, Louis Vuitton Stitch with Donatella Versace. That's Louis Vuitton. The Hennessy, Bacardi, I guess Corona's not that much, but yeah, I think there's just a lot of flexing in this song. There's a lot of um, his like achievement, like I was talking to you about a little bit earlier, the, uh, the Achievers, uh, yeah, it's in the name, Achiever, success-oriented, excelling, driven, image-conscious, and yeah, I love, one of my favorite lines is the, um, I forgot how late it is in the song, but with my ego, I can stand there in a speedo and be looked at as a freaking hero. Yeah. And so, yeah, I think just Kanye in the song is like unabashedly talking about um, how successful he is, how how much he identifies with, yeah, I guess like the success that he is because I think so much of college dropout is like, oh, this this humble guy, this humble rapper, and then and I think it's epitomized so much even in like sure I think he goes from like being confident. So like a little bit more arrogant and I think it's even I just see it even in the colors of the graduation album cover it's just so much more vibrant he wanted to make um stadium tracks and stuff and so um yeah even talking about like the what are they called the paparazzi a nice one yay romance camera splash so much I gotta do that yayo dance talking about common um and Jeezy and Wheezy and yeah and so I think this song is just Kanye at his very most successful talking about all that he's accomplished. And this is only after he's only released two albums before this. And it's not like he hasn't even seen the success of graduation yet. This is just off of his first two albums. And then, yeah, as he, this album again, huge success. And so I chose the glory again. I think we're both on the same page for that. Um, some of the uh, honorable mentions I had in there. So appalled, I think is kind of, it's almost the my beautiful dark twisted fantasy it's almost the dark twisted version of the glory i think and it gets a bunch of other incredibly successful people on the track he has jay-z pusha t um, who are obviously successful um and competent as well but i think facts is another small one where you kind of like flex on oh, people but yeah i was listening to that one yesterday <laughs> easy easy just jumped over jump <laughs> yeah that's a huge that yeah so him like and his full success. I think another one was famous too. Of like, I made it famous. And so, yeah, I feel like there was a lot of ones. I feel like 
as I was going through the Kanye songs, I think three, the achiever was one thing that um, there's a lot of Kanye songs for that. And I'm sure you can find lyrics and um, songs even, even more than we touched on. But yeah, we've been talking a little bit before the podcast about like Kanye probably being a three um, wing four as like his own Enneagram. We don't know, of course, we don't know the man personally, but just judging on like who, who he presents himself as, as well as who like he's reported to be in like, as intimate as he like allows us to know him as a public. Yeah, that's really well said. <laughs> yeah, definitely feel confident about that one. Cool. Yeah, for four, the individualist, this is one. I am, like I said, I'm a wing four. And so, yeah, the wing four, or just the four in general, the individualist is sensitive, withdrawn, expressive, dramatic, self-absorbed, and temperamental. That also sounds like Kanye, so Kanye's probably a, a yeah. three wing four um adriana things i hadn't thought about the wing before so that was a good good point on his uh, individualist side but i chose um jesus walks for this one because i think yeah like this point in his career i think they say yeah you can rap you can about anything except for jesus um if it doesn't get played i don't care i'm being me it'll probably take away from my spins but i pray it takes away from my sins and so yeah i think jesus walks and I think the like the beautiful irony of a lot of like individualists and people like that is that like Kanye, when he like releases the fame, he's like, I don't care if I'm not successful. Um, I'm just going to rap about what I want to rap about is like, that's the song he's playing at Sunday service. That's the song everyone like loves now. And like, it just, it took him to another level of fame, which is like the huge irony in the, of it. But yeah, I think even for the time, like that was not something people rapped about. People sure talked about like, um, I think, Tupac had a song like Hail Mary or something. I'm sure people talk a little about religion, but like as intimately as that and as real as that, I think Kanye kind of came out of nowhere and he's like, I'm going to stick to my roots. I'm going to stick to who I am and who my mama raised me to be. And yeah, that's like an individualist. I think. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. Jesus Walks wasn't on any of my, any of the song choices, so, but I definitely see that connection. That's a really powerful one. Um, and I think that when he really taps into like or going against the culture pushing against like whatever is uh, popular at the time it ends up being really incredible so that was great um i was listening to a little bit of tupac yesterday i think yesterday he has a song called letter to my unborn child and i was listening to it and i was like shoot there's a lot of a lot of stuff that I think Kanye was inspired by, mm. um, just in terms of uh, tone and character. And so, because um, I always like present Kanye as like a like, revolutionary, like totally like uh, inspired by no one, <laughs> but he definitely was inspired by a lot of Tupac. And so. then it was uh, it was apt that you made the Tupac comparison. I do think Kanye was inspired by him a lot, but um, clearly Kanye's platform has uh, he took it and really elevated it. So that's yeah. awesome. Uh, for me, um, I chose Flashing Lights as my type 4 song. So the way that I uh, described type 4 is somebody who is unique, sensitive, artistic, just very, like, uh, lives in, like, their like, dreams, like, uh, thinks a lot about things, and so um, in a very, like, romantic way, in the truest sense of, like, what is human nature, that kind of inquisitive self. So, um... I chose Flashing Lights just because I think it has really, like, dreamy production. I know that, like, listening to a graduation, it's very, um, 
very upbeat, but then flashing lights almost is like a play. Like there's a, they use this song in like perfume commercials. There's like this Dior commercial that um, comes on sometimes on my Instagram feed. And, and they're playing flashing lights. And I think it is so, um, it is so unique. And the, like the, I put it has an imaginative soundscape. I think the introduction of the song is very artistic and like dreamy. And so, beyond just the production, I also mm -hmm. like the, the lyrics. Um, there's this one lyric, he goes, Sweetheart, we barely talk, I was doing my thing. And so mm -hmm. I feel like that's a very type four kind of lyric. I was doing my thing. <laughs> so, um, that's kind of my thoughts on type four. Did you have any follow-ups to Jesus Walks, or was that like your... I don't think so. I think that was like... I would say like the whole Jesus album is almost like that, but... Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I think Jesus Walks definitely number one for me but yeah i think i i do see flashing lights especially the um what was one of the words on here reclusive withdrawn i think and kind of like trying to get away from the paparazzi even too within yeah yeah what did you put for uh for five the investigator so um for the investigator um uh the words that i put to describe them would be like insightful perceptive and very curious and so this one is the one that i'm actually like most confident about like, no doubt, this is a five song, the song I Wonder, mm. <laughs> of um, graduation. Um, but that the title alone testifies, um, like the, the lyric, you ever wonder what it all really means? I feel like I've, um, I've had a lot of type five friends in my life where we just like sit and talk about like, um, just what's, what's the meaning of this? <laughs> like getting, um, just deciding like what, what's like the, the meaning behind, um, certain things and so in the song I wonder isn't the way it opens like the beautiful I feel like type fours and type fives are very um, very similar even more so than other ones that are like linked up together and so mm -hmm. um, yeah just Kanye's curiosity really shines in this um, in this song just wondering what it means so <laughs> I should look up the lyrics to have more substance to this but uh, I definitely think I wonder is a type five song that's a good one. Yeah, it's interesting because I, fives too, I, I like probably fives. And yeah, I think fives I probably have the least like experience with. Um, and threes and fives I think are also kind of, you said fours and fives are similar. I think threes and fives are also similar because like five, the drive is um, to be capable, but a three is to achieve. And so a lot of times they go kind of hand in hand. And so I had this song almost as a three at first, but I think less achieving but more of like being capable and i think the words um yeah intense secretive isolated um as the description on enneagram institute here i think they really brought me to spaceship and spaceship like more particularly condensed into doing five beats a day for three summers yeah that's a different world like three summers i think just the idea of kanye like in a basement i don't know if he was literally in a basement but him like working at the Gap or whatever, and then just like coming home, sitting in a basement full of records, making five beats a day, trying to hustle, trying to master the craft of soul samples and like going into Innovate eventually when he made like Chipmunk Soul and so. Yeah. yeah I think those like lyrics in particular kind of stood out to me. Um, in Spaceship as a very five, like wanting to be capable. Capable, I think less than like investigator. And so, Yeah. but yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Spaceship is a, definitely, I, I love that picture of Kanye being like 
isolated and seek and wanting to like be so confident at his craft so that's awesome <laughs> I think that's incredible so type six no. type six five and six both of them did not have a ton of experience with uh, but six is loyalists they're committed security oriented engaging responsible anxious and suspicious and so this one again I had like a number of them that I um, was coming down to I think I had like five but there's two that are really that even now like super hard to choose between them for the loyalists and I think one that's a I'll choose the sweeter loyalist one I think my backup was real friends probably but I think the sweeter loyalist one is um family business I think it's just uh even the words family business the phrase of it is like oh like no one needs to know about what's actually going on no one needs to know who's in jail, no one needs to know that I used to pee in the bed, you know, but like our, what our family has gone through, what our family does, like our family business. Um, yeah, and so I think family business really stood out to me as like a six loyalist, suspicious of other people, not needing to include other people in something necessarily, um, committed to the family, security in the family. Um, and yeah, I think Real Friends, is, it's super close there. It's really hard. You can't, you can't see my face, Adriana can, but I'm in some pain in my face about like choosing between the two. But yeah, I think I have to settle on family business just because even Hey Mama, you know, I feel like Hey Mama, um, family business are in like similar sweetness camps. And so, yeah, I had to choose that. Definitely. Yeah, I think uh, Real Friends is a really great choice for type six. Um, even like the way that it ends is let's get Stevie out of jail. That's hmm. incredibly, um, yeah, incredibly faithful, very, very loyal. Um, I was reading up on Kanye's, like, because uh, it's my favorite song. I love Family Business. I think it was my most played one this past year. Um, I I loved what you said last week about, like, your favorite albums being, like, in a nucleus of an atom. I'm <laughs> just kind of mm -hmm. buzzing around. Um, that's so true. So uh, Family Business is definitely up there for me. Mm -hmm. And when Kanye was creating the song, he, he wanted it to be authentic. He wanted it to be, like, very very honest and he wanted to be rooted in reality and so he um i don't know exactly who but he had a close friend who was sharing with him about some of the struggles that he had gone through with his family and so he wrote it like with that perspective in mind and the guy might have been a songwriter on the album or on the song too and so i feel like it comes from such a place of honesty and i feel like that's such an important part of like a type six um, i definitely identify a lot with type six i don't know i've I mean, I would have to retake the test, but I think being a six might be, like, one of my top ones, or, like, if I wasn't a two, I'd be a six. Yeah, just very concerned, very, um, very loyal. I definitely, I chose, um, Real Friends as one of my backups. Mm, so. Nice. I definitely on the, on a similar wavelength as you for that one. Um, but I think one thing about being a type six in the people that I know who have kind of, I've spoken about with the Enneagram, uh, they're saying that, like, or they've said, that, like, being anxious is a pretty big, like, part of being a type six. And so I was thinking, like, what song of Kanye really explores anxiety? I know that he's, like, struggled with anxiety. So I was kind of looking through the songs on Ye and thinking, like, are any of these songs, like, the ones that I would choose. But I actually ended up on Life of Pablo. I think No More Parties in L.A. is the song mm. of type six. Um... Yeah, I think that it explores anxiety in a very caring way, which I think was more characteristic of 
the type sticks because they are very sweet and it's not just like and it's out of a place of concern I think that's what's so cool about people who are type six so <laughs> the lyric that I thought was just so like type six was I'd be worried about North I'd be worried about Kim but Saint is baby A I ain't worried about him <laughs> oh I couldn't hear you Oh, no, I was just shaking my head. I was just singing along with you. Oh. <laughs> I didn't say anything. <laughs> oh, I was like, oh, no. <laughs> um, yeah, I love, love that picture he paints. I, I see family in this song a ton. And, um, yeah, he just says, like, I'm, I'm worried about my family, which mm -hmm. is very, very type six. So, yeah, that's mm -hmm. the picture. Even just coming to mind now, I think, like, now that you brought, like, that aspect of the six up, I think uh, New Day could be a pretty good one, too, even though it's, like, off of a... Not purely his album, but I think that's like pretty similar because the and never let his mom move to LA, and so yeah. But I I love that lead up, Adriana. That was really good though. The way you like talked about, I was like, oh, his family kid is this gonna be her word? But I think you just like had a lot of um, oh, the word escapes me right now. But I was, it's not residual. Maybe it starts with an R. I don't know. You just have a lot of um, knowledge about family business because you like the song so much. But. Thank you. Um, residual. I think one thing, I think I might have told you, one thing Corley said one time, he said that um, people of faith have reservoirs of faith that they tap into for strength. And so I use that word a lot, reservoirs. Of, yeah. Reservoirs of knowledge about family business. Um, yeah, absolutely love No More Parties in LA. And I think deeply about that song whenever I listen to it. <laughs> so. I have vivid memories of senior year, driving to baseball practice, blasting that song, loving, loving that song so much. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Of funny songs, I think. But. Definitely, that's only a song that I that I play when I'm when I'm driving, especially throughout. Mm. Oh yeah. Um, what did you um put for seven? Seven. So seven is the enthusiast, somebody who's really joyful, really eager, and passionate, and like the life of the party. And so, um, I thought that graduation, uh, most of the songs were pretty like upbeat and happy and like peak happy Kanye and so I put good life as the song that I chose. Um, hmm. Yeah. That's really good. Yeah. Yeah. I think the lyric that I put is now you throw your hands up in the sky. So it's just very care carefree and just welcome to the good life. This is the one of you know, have you ever popped champagne on a plane while, you know, using your brain? Um, that's like the part that uh that I think is just really Really fun. I mean, that sounds like the funnest thing ever. Like being on plane, drinking champagne and stuff. But so I don't think it's like one of the funnest funny songs. I chose the enthusiast. I thought of some of the enthusiast friends I know. My friend, you know Daniel Lee a little bit, right? You were in like some cohort or something with him for a little bit. Um. Yeah, I do know Daniel Lee. He's the one who was on staff. Yeah, like right. Yeah, yeah. He's cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I went to East Asia with Daniel. We're still good friends with this time. Uh, yes, he is a seven. I saw him. What is? I saw him on Saturday actually. Facetime or Zoom last Monday, and then so like, oh yeah, I'm still good friends with him. And so I think when I was thinking through this, like you talked about earlier, like before of like it's helpful to think through. I was thinking through people that I know that are each of these, and I kind of thought of them. So Daniel's definitely he's like the most pure seven <laughs> that I know. He's a fun, wild guy. Yeah. Um, now that I think about it, we had like I spent maybe like. 24 hours with him and in that time it was fun he's crazy i love him though uh yeah so i kind of had him in mind and i just ah like that's kind of what i imagined and just to give you a picture yeah. of um seven i found a super funny 
uh, meme yesterday. I don't think all memes come across super well over Zoom, maybe, but yeah, it said it was like from an Enneagram account, and it was a six having a conversation with a seven. And so the six is the the, per, the anxious person, worried about security, and seven is the enthusiast. And so it, the six was like, "You've made a will, right?" And seven said, "Of course, I'm an adult." And it was like the seven's will. I want to bounty house at my funeral, and I want to be in it too. When all my friends jump, my lifeless body will bounce with them. What fun! And so I thought that kind of captures the idea of a seven of just like let's just have fun. I don't like consequences or anything like that. Like does not matter as much. Let's just, yeah. um, and obviously like sevens aren't unreasonable people, but I think that's just like a caricature. That's kind of how they are. And so anyways, I was going through a couple of them on this. Um, but I think I settled on ghost town off of a uh, kid see ghost. And I think some of the, yeah, I think the, just the idea of that ghost town, Kanye was in a very, Oh, another good word escaped me. Fra- fragmented um, production season, I think, in this time. Maybe, like, I think of Yay is kind of bits and pieces of different things here. And I think even Kids See Ghost has a lot of different um, styles of production yeah. on it. And I think that Ghost Town kind of captures that fragmentary production really well. And there's a lot of, um, almost a lot of chaotic energy in this song. Uh, there's some speaker in the background that says um Shirley Ann Lee or Shirley and someday 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 okay. where there's like yeah in the first beginning there's Shirley Ann Lee there's Party Next Door then Kid Cudi and then Kanye it's like all these four artists and I think this is the one that the speaker is like I'm going to tell you it sounds like some uh, civil rights speech or something I don't know what exactly he says but it, I remind, it reminds me of like MLK talking or something but there's just so much happening in this song. And then I think, yeah, even like, um, I drank all the wine, talked like I got had all the shine, whatever. And then 07, 070 Shake comes in at the end. And I, I think that, um, whoa, once again, I'm a child. I let it all go, everything that I know. And just kind of like the idea of like being a child and being in the moment and having fun. But then, yeah, ultimately that I put my hand on a stove to see if I still bleed. And then even free is like the uh, subtitle essentially of the song. And so, um, oh no, wait, no, Ghost Town Part 2 is the one I'm thinking of. Yeah, I was thinking of the kids see Ghost one. Yes, oh man, I was on Ghost Town Part 1. Oh, critical mistake. (laughs) I was was wondering why, because like, I was like, I'm sure that speaker is on this one, but let me pull up the right one then. Mm-hmm. I think it's called. Yeah, Please. that's why. That's what made me realize it was okay. Oh, that's why, because it's Marcus Garvey. Marcus Garvey is the one giving the speech in the beginning, and he was a civil rights leader. Yeah. Wow. And so, yeah, just in the beginning, we have Marcus Garvey, Kanye mm-hmm. West, and Kanye West, Kid Cudi, and Ty Dolla Sign. It's just so much. There's so much fun, I think, happening in here. And then there's Ty Dolla Sign and Anthony Hamilton. And I think Anthony Hamilton is a. Is he or is that Anthony Evans? I don't know, but he's a singer of some sort. And so I think there's just so much happening in this song. I don't feel pain anymore. Guess what, babe? I'm free. And so I think kind of just those ideas. And obviously it's Ghost Town Part 2. And so it's launching off of Ghost Town Part 1 about like not putting your hand on the stove and feeling free and not feeling that pain. And so it kind of builds off of that. But I think just kind of the the jumbled essence of this song just kind of reminds me of like the freedom of being a seven almost and being almost caught up in the moment. And Kanye was like, Oh, I just love all these different parts. Like I'm going to 
put them all together and make a song out of it. And we're going to have civil rights talk in the beginning. And then we're going to build off of something about putting a hand on a stove. And so, yeah, I don't know. I think there's just like a lot of freedom in the song. And I think there's a lot of fun um, that's happening. And so that kind of just embodied a seven to me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's mm, that's such a good choice. I love the song Free. The song came out mm. uh, right around the time I graduated college. And so, um, yeah, there's a lot of freedom. Like, I listen to that song and I feel drenched in freedom when I'm mm. walking through and listening to it on my headphones. I think there's a lot of high points to the song, too, mm. um, just in terms of production. It's definitely super fun. I think that it's everything you said made so much sense for, like, seven and like thinking it over in my head and like yeah that's like such a I think there's even a lyric that says like you should quit your job to this which seems pretty spontaneous and like very uh, very type yeah really good eight I was thinking through this one just because I feel like when I think of an eight that's what my mom is and she's very um I think when I had her take the test I was like you're an eight mom I know um it's very very honest, really bold, very much like a leader when I think of like intensely like caring is also like what I think of when I think of an eight. So it's the challenger. They love to challenge people, push them to be their best, push them forward. And so um, I think of Monster when I think of um, the challenger. I think Kanye West very much is a leader in even just the production of this song in particular. Uh, hearing Nicki Minaj talk about how Kanye made this song is very, very cool. I just picture this like, this like chaotic leader just like stringing things together and um, uh, in a song that is so, oh my gosh, like give Rick Ross, I think at the beginning. Mm -hmm. And um, like, it's just so, he just commands the song really well. For a song that has Bon Iver, Rick Ross, Nicki Minaj, and Jay-Z. Oh. <laughs> yeah. It's like so stacked. I think Connie still shows that he's like a leader on that song. Um, I don't know. I think I love the Nicki Minaj part so much. It might be my favorite part of the song. But I do yeah, love yeah. when Kanye says like triple double no assist. Oh um, yeah. Did the yeah. track and the rap triple double no assist. Yeah, and my only focus was staying on bogus. It's just so such a cool show of leadership and even like the the line like triple double no assist um that's a basketball you need like an assist for a triple double right um yeah so yeah triple double is when you have in three different stack categories you have double digits and so usually it's like rebounds assists and points so you don't necessarily have to have assists but it's like most common like you could have 10 steals or 10 blocks or something Cool. Yeah, exactly. And so even just Kanye showing, like, I could do that without any help. It's just very, um, yeah, just being self-sufficient. I think, like, when I think of the eights in my life, I think of my mom. And, like, just the ability to, like, be self-sufficient is so important. And so, um, and while helping other people. So I think even just the term, like, monster. Like, I'm, I'm a monster. <laughs> like, I don't need any help. Like, I'm, I'm a monster. Uh, so, that's what I'm what about you, John? I chose, yeah, so um, that's kind of cool. Your mom's in me, actually. You probably have a decent picture of that. Um, for each challenger, I have pow powerful, dominating, um, self-confident, decisive, willful, confrontational. Those are the things that yeah. I saw on the Enneagram Institute. And so I think <laughs> confrontational 
mm-hmm. and self-confident were two of the like small phrases that like stuck out to me as I went into my search mode for like what Kanye songs I wanted to choose. Yeah. Um, and yeah, as a as runner-ups, I would say like the whole spring summer 2018 Kanye. I think like the whole like MAGA thing. I think all that was just like uber confrontational. And so I even had I think lift yourself was a huge power move. I think Ye versus yeah. the people was huge. And so I think those were kind of like Kanye, Kanye, like that's like him as he is an individual being in eight. But I think for Challenger songs, I chose Power. There's a song or two before or after uh, Monster. But yeah, I think Power is living in the future or 21st century, whatever he says. But I think it's him kind of self-confident claiming all that he's done and all that he's succeeded in and um, even though like he's the ob- the abomination of Obama's nation, like he's like the center of attention. He's a public figure in the United States. He's confronting everyone. He's saying like, this is all the power that I have. He has an opulent music video of the picture that expands out and he has a huge chain on his neck. He has the sword above his head. He has the women next to him. He has the columns. He has the Greek imagery of yeah. power and just, um, I think it's very confrontational in the sense of like, I have all this power. Um, what are you guys going to do with it? Only one person can have all that power. Like I'm the one in charge here. I'm the contender. I'm confronting you. Um, yeah, I'm the challenger essentially. And so I think that's kind of, even the music video, I think to me kind of painted a picture of like challenger to me. Yeah. Yeah. That's really good. Power is definitely, definitely gives eight energy. I felt mm-hmm. when he came out with that music video, it was very like to the world coming out with a song like that was just really like low what I, I don't know I feel like during that time it's like what's Kanye gonna do is he just gonna like stay in hiding forever is he just gonna like is he over like is it done but then he comes out with like that it was very mm-hmm. very bold very cool so yeah I think screams from the haters got a nice ring to it I guess every superhero need a theme music like there's gonna be haters I don't care yeah yeah wow I'm gonna listen to that one again I really like the <laughs> drums on that one mm. So good. Yeah. Finally, for the nine, Adriana, what do you have for the Peacemaker? Cool. So um, for the Peacemaker, I think a uh, very like serene, very steady person who is patient, very harmonious, like brings people together, like not super like decisive in the sense that like they won't prioritize like their interests over like the group's interest. And so um, I chose Good Morning as mm-hmm. um my type nine song just because I think it's there. It's probably Kanye's like most gentle, like soothing, like peaceful song, and very like just the production is very um it was very sweet. Like good morning, and then um, once he kind of like earns your like loyalty or like earns like your uh, like he has your best interest in mind. Like when he when he's talking about like you need to wake up, like you need to um. Like, you have D's, Mother F or D's. <laughs> like, that's such a good song. Um, and, yeah, I think it's very, he's, like, seeking out, like, the best. Because when I think of peace, I, I think of, like, seeking out the best in other people, wanting, like, harmony and um, no disruption in, in your life and your success. And so, um, yeah, Good Morning is the song that I took. Very patient, peaceful, sweet song. I love that. Yeah, and even... Um morning is a serene day serene type of day usually in literature something new something peaceful and so 
yeah. yeah, I think Good Morning. Yeah, I really actually do. I haven't heard that. When you started saying some of the lyrics, I started like singing a little bit in my own head. <laughs> I haven't heard that song in a while. Good yeah, I chose, um, I took a slightly different angle. I think I chose, I thought of Peacemaker as, I think the word self-effacing really stood out to me. Um, maybe even agreeable in a sense. Yeah. And so, yeah, I ended up choosing what was, I think, kind of like Kanye's apology to everyone, Runaway, mm-hmm. off my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. I think like, it, yeah, Kanye is certainly the challenger and the number eight and the number, um, yeah, on Monster and Power. But at the same time, I think on Runaway, he's not really flexing very much. There's a toast for the douchebags the and all the bad people who that's who he is. And he's kind of like admitting that. And then he has the kind of sad, but very emotional um, synth or whatever that exact thing is. Like his voice in a guitar form or whatever. And so I think that's kind of, he's almost like apologizing in a sense. And like, okay, like I understand like, I'm the greatest, you know, I got power, I'm a monster, but at the same time, everyone, like, I recognize that I did, like, something wrong, and I want to, I'm going to make a musical masterpiece, even though it's, like, not even my top 20 Kanye songs, I think it's still, like, pretty, pretty incredibly produced and made and meaningful, and so, yeah, yeah, I think that's what I took self-effacing as him, like, admitting to the entire world that, like, look, I know that I'm uh, in a-hole, and I know that I kind of messed up, and so, here's this, please forgive me, I'm going to go on and still cause havoc in society. <laughs> I know. Gosh, that's so that's so true. Self-effacing is very good. Yeah, he's definitely owning up to a lot of stuff in that song. So, um, that's super good. I think it's so it's so cool that that song comes on an album. With, like so, it's, it's such a spectrum to my beautiful dark twisted mm-hmm. fantasy. God, I love that thing. So, yeah, that's great. I need to listen to Runaway with an appreciation, considering that it's, like, him owning up to things. I always picture him owning up to, like, the girl he's talking to about on, like, Blame Game and mm. um, uh, Devil in a New Dress. Like, I, mm. I think those songs are, like, so connected. But, like, owning up to, like, the world. I kind of, I knew that, but, like, now I want to, like, listen to it. And I like with that in mind. So, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Any other uh, concluding thoughts or other songs that came to mind about anything, Adriana, about the Kanye and the Enneagram? Mm, I think I mentioned all of them. I'm, like, scrubbing my mind or, like, looking through my mind trying to find one that, like, I... Because I know, like, when uh, when we were talking, a few of them, like, kind of came to mind, but... Mm. Um, uh, none of them are coming to mind right at this moment. All right, yeah, neither for me. I, I think it was super fun, though. I love the videos of, like... Yeah. Kanye albums as the office clips or Kanye albums yeah. as I think yeah I love those and so I think it was even fun for me to like think through and it'd be fun to maybe edit a YouTube video or something and put things together like certain lyrics from songs and like oh the one and like even like I think Kanye moments would be a fun thing to like comb through and find interviews and like yeah. Kanye moments as different things but yeah yeah great idea Adriana um yeah I, yes. it's so funny that you oh sorry I didn't want to cut you off no 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 go ahead Oh, I was, um, I screen recorded some YouTube clips of, like, my favorite Kanye moments, like, silly ones. Like, there's so many. I think it would be really funny to do, like, a, do, like, a compilation just of, like, there's, like, compilation videos. There's this one video I'll text it to you where Kanye's walking through the airport and some guy's asking him, like, so, Kanye, are you, like, getting into fashion? And then Kanye's like, am I getting into fashion? Do you see this coat? (laughs) 
I feel like that's like such a type three like energy. But I was already like not with the Enneagram in mind, but just like wanting to make like a Kanye compilation on my. On my <laughs> There's like, a lot of good ones, yeah. I love the one that is like. I was looking at Polaroid, and Lady Gaga's the. What is she? Yep, She's like the. What? The creative director of <laughs> Lady Gaga is talented all. It zooms in. What the? Does she know about cameras? <laughs> he says something like that. <laughs> so funny. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I like some of the Gaga songs. <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. Uh, uh, when he's at the Grammys and he wins for like... Um, he wins a ton, and he's like, you know, everybody wants to know what I would do if I didn't win. I guess I'll never know. That's a great speech. I would love to copy that speech. In some context, that no one listens to Kanye, so they won't know I stole it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so many, so many good ones. <laughs> oh, Lord. Well, this is so fun, John. Yeah. Talking about yeah mm. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for listening. Thank you, Adriana, for fun time yeah. um yeah and this has been kanye conversations <laughs>